Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to uh, another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming at ya. Coming at you live. Coming at, no. Oh, not really. Not really. (laughs) Coming at you recorded. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Halloween. Tell me about it. How'd it go? You know what? This was a super successful year for us. Good, good. Yeah, this is the first year. I mean, I feel like um, your your kids, you know, like Bennett has an older sibling, older siblings, so she sort of was able to get in on the Halloween fun, like, earlier. Like, this is the first year that River has, like, understood trick-or-treating, like, actually wanted to go. She, like, woke up that morning and was like, ready. Happy Halloween! Let's get this trick-or-treating started! And I was like... "Uh, Okay, well, we got to go to school to wait like first. 10 hours, right. but okay. Right, exactly. So um, it was fun. We did it for about an hour, and then she was like, she tripped on the sidewalk, and she was done. Oh. Done. I'm done. Which yeah. is perfect, because that was about when I wanted to wrap it up, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was very successful for us as well. I This is like the prime age, man. I, I think, think so. Like, I think like 3 to, I don't know, 10? I don't know when Does it Does it stops. go that long? I don't know. Uh, so we trick or treat with some neighborhood friends, and they have an, an actually he's nine year old, and he's still into he's it. Still, okay, good. Um, yeah, I, I felt the same. It was it was so fun. I will say because last year you know it was on a Sunday, and so I felt like we had kind of all day to get ready. This year, this I know year, it was like it a was rush. rushed. Like I was like finishing up with work, got the kids home from school, had to go get Bennett, got home, and like the amount of time it takes to like get the costumes on, get the hair done, get the trick or treat baskets out, like uh, you know. Pack the stroller. Do we have water bottles? Do we? Do, da, da, da. Yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of a mad dash, but anyway, we got it all done. Our neighborhood is so fun, great for trick or treating, and they're so generous. Like, shout out to the cul-de-sac by us, okay? Who literally got candy? I think just for my kids because we're kind of the only ones down at yeah. that end. Yeah. Um. So that was really sweet, and um. Yeah, I just felt like everybody gave. I mean, they give so much candy too. Do your Does your neighborhood give a ton of candy? Uh, they did. They they did, and it's funny. Well, I didn't trick or treat that much as a kid, so I was I I was surprised. Like there was one person who gave full size candy bars. Uh huh. Yeah, we had a couple of like, those. Barb, yeah. Like what's happening yeah, here? It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Our neighborhood really goes all out. And which is fun and great. Literally, we were maybe I don't know a third of the way through, and we just do a little loop. Yeah, you know, same. we're not going crazy here because we got little ones. Um, and we were about a third of the way through. Every single kid's like normal Halloween bucket was full. Had to dump it in the stroller and then like empty it out. Like we had to yeah. do like two dumps to yeah. even make room for more candy. It was crazy. Well, and I don't know if your kids are like this, but River just. I mean, hasn't had a lot of exposure to things like Snickers and Milky Ways. And so she's, mm-hmm. she like dumps out her candy bag and she's so like, what are they? What? Like, yeah. so this mm-hmm. is a chocolate bar? I was like, mm-hmm. 
yeah, girl, it's a Snickers. Like, eat yeah, that. Eat yeah, that yeah. shiz. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah, yeah. you know? So yeah, we, just, have the, we have the same, like, conversations about every piece of candy. Yeah. What in the world is this? Yeah. Yeah. What is this going to take? What do you do with bubble gum? Right. That was a big topic this, this year was, like, Wait, so I put it in my mouth and I chew it and then what happens? And then you don't swallow it. River struggles. Like what with that. what happens? What ha- yeah. like what is the point of this? Yeah. And I'm like, actually there's really no point. Yeah. Like it's like now yeah. that you mention it, it's kind of dumb. Leave it to kids to kind of break down yeah. the stupidity yeah. of some of these things. But no, it was um honestly, Brian and I both were like, that was like super fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a fun year too. I felt bad. Poor Sam. We drug him. We were like right at like the you know worst possible place when he kind of lost it and we realized it was his bedtime. Oh, and, you know, and we were yeah. like, "Well, sorry, bud." Yeah, um, but he he just he hung in there, man. I was like, "Next year, buddy. Next, Next year, year he'll be you're walking be, and like he'll be all over it." Yeah, it was a fun one though. I'm just, yeah, it's just nice to appreciate that like the kids love this. This is the most fun thing in the world how, for them. How was your coordinating cost coordinated costumes? Oh my gosh, it worked out well, and I have to say. Another kudos to the neighborhood. Everyone was like, well done on the costumes. Really? Like, good job, family costumes. And I was like, thank you for appreciating yeah, this. Yeah. Yes, it was a lot of hard work. Yeah. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Well, so River's um, already planning her costume for next year, just yeah. so you know. Oh, like, Henry, I was like, this Henry's is like, like a lot. This yeah, is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Henry already has the next, like, three years. He's like, so next year I'm going to be Spider-Man. The year after that, I want to be Chris from Wildcrest. And the year after that, I want to be Batman. Yeah. I'm like, okay, buddy, like, that, a lot might change in three years. I know. But, like, way to think ahead. I know. Um, we had to take down the Halloween decoration. Like, River still wants to watch, like, the Halloween cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, Christmas. Spookily. Let's, spookily, that stupid square pumpkin. Spookily, the square pumpkin. So annoying, right? I only can do it one time. I'm like, look, you guys, you can do it once oh my and then God. I'm out. River wants to watch it. I know. Still, still, it's like November 7th, and she still wants to watch it. Well, don't it. worry. They watched it in um, Henry's class. So it, like, never goes away, apparently. <sighs> I mean, it's a, good, it's a good message, I Ugh. guess. But, uh, yeah, I think it's the worst. It's the worst. Um, okay. Well, cheers to a successful Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now we got to get ready for all the other holidays. Christmas. I, I just like, to me, like, Thanksgiving is just like, you just lump it in with Christmas. It's just like oh, pre-Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's Gregory's favorite holiday and a big holiday for his family. So it, like, definitely stands on its own. Oh, our, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Big mm-hmm. Thanksgivingers over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get to the first article. It is called, I'm teaching my kids to be quitters. Here's why. Okay. It's from Scary Mommy. Um, I, I, I like this. I, so basically her point is you have to know when to dig deeper and when to quit digging. Um, of course, nobody wants to raise kids who just like as soon as it gets hard, they give up. But this mom says in some cases it's better to move on. Um and sometimes you have to just look at, you know, your weaknesses and failures and things like that as things that are going to make you stronger, you know. And, and sometimes there's something better if you just quit what obviously isn't working and move on to something else. Um, she says this isn't a gut impulse thing. This isn't one of those things that's like, oh, this is hard. I'm going to quit it today. But if it's something that you've thought about, you've worked at, you realize it's not going to happen, you know, maybe sometimes it's better to just move on. Her example is her kid was doing taekwondo it was doing really well then they got to the stage where they're sparring Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he was like you know what I don't want to do this I think this is too violent and you know of course your instinct as a parent is like no no like keep going like you've invested this time and money and effort like let's see it through and then she kind of took a minute was like you know what maybe it's time that he stops and does something else and he did um 
and it ended up working out for the best. So I, I think it's a good reminder that, you know, we don't always have to push to, like, the point of exhaustion and, yeah. you know, where it's just obviously not going to end well. Um, one of my favorite lines in this, I think, honestly, as an adult, um, this really resonates. In many cases, it requires an immense amount of courage and self-knowledge to discontinue something. Being courageous and resolute don't always mean hanging on until the bitter end. Sometimes being brave means sticking it out, and other times it looks like being honest with yourself and something that's not working and walking away. I mean, I feel that way about jobs, careers, mm -hmm, relationships. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. sometimes it's a lot easier just to keep plodding along than it mm -hmm. is to say, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to... This isn't working for me. Yeah, this isn't working for me, and I'm going to branch out and do something that's uncomfortable. I'm going to quit and change careers. Mm -hmm, I'm going to, mm -hmm. you know, break up with... The boyfriend, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, this did make me think of, I don't know if I've told you the story, but um, I'll never forget when I came back from work after my first kid, oh. after LA. Oh, you wanted to quit? No. Oh. Um, but I got back to work, and <laughs> one of my coworkers, who shall remain nameless, um, I literally, it was a guy, I literally sat down, he sat next to me, and um, he said, oh, welcome back. I heard you had a C-section. And I was like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Wow, so teaching your kid right from the get-go to be a quitter, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did you say? I was, I was, you know, your first day back at work post-maternity leave, You're like your first cloud. baby, yeah. I was like, I, I think I probably just started crying. I was so upset. I was like, that's not what that means. And then I had this huge, like, you know, I get home and I'm like, Gregory, am I teaching my kids to be quitters because they had a C-section? Like, what else was I supposed to do? The baby could have died. Like, you know, you go through yeah. all the things. Yeah. Um. But I do think it, and that's like a kind of silly story, but I think it does show that we have this mentality of like quitting is bad. Yeah. Don't be a quitter. Yeah. Don't quit anything. And it's no, such sometimes a stigma. you really should just quit something. Like if I hadn't acquitted push it, if I hadn't quit pushing and had the C section, like I could yeah. have died. You yeah. know, like which is obviously a weird yeah. example, but it just speaks to the bigger point of like we need to get that quit mentality yeah. out of our heads. I think sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's true. Like I said, I think, and if you're teaching your kids that now, then down the road when they're in an unhappy career, job, right, relationship, right. situation, is. you know, they can rely on those same skills. So I like it. Um, all right, you got a mums for us? I do. Mums, the word. You know that I put my hair through hell I wash it every day blow dry it every day mm -hmm. then heat style it every day for work then put a bunch of hairspray in it so oh my gosh did you get the thing what's the thing the thing that's all over Instagram what thing no sorry go ahead finish, no well, wait okay the the thing that doesn't have heat that's like the oh girl no I don't thing. have time for that I remember did my sister what is it called I don't know but it's you like you wrap it up in it. like a rag yeah or like a it's little like this thingy. little like ropey looking thing yeah. that you curl your hair around and it doesn't use heat okay what? I'm very no. I, do you think I would have the time to do that? No, but I was just curious. I, I, if your sister uses it, I want to know. I wanna, I'll have to ask her. I feel like maybe. I don't I'm know so if she uses it. I'm so interested if it really she, works or not. I feel like it doesn't. Anyway, I feel Sorry. like all of that stuff is just like too good to be true. No, I know. But I'm always like, there's always a part of me that's like, ooh, but what if it does? I know. What if you get cut corners? Okay. So, no. The, um, this is this brand is called Amika, A-M-I-K-A. And mm -hmm. it's – so I use two of the products. Actually, I use three of them, but th this Mums is for two of them. Um, th it's a blo blockade heat defense serum. So oh, you put okay. it on your yeah, hair yeah. before mm -hmm. you blow dry. 
Um, and then I also put this, it's called the Closer Instant Repair. And it's like okay. just good for like, if you have like split ends, it's like, mm-hmm. so the, the heat defense serum is like a, like a serum, obviously. And then the instant, the, the closer, the instant repair is like more like a cream. Okay. And honestly, I think it has been, I've been using it for a couple of weeks and I can tell a difference. Yeah, I, I think like so. Like you feel like your hair is healthier? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, Good. it takes a lot to make my I hair I mean, every, every hairstylist always says like, you should really protect your hair. I know. And so I feel like that's good to do. I guess. 26 bucks, Amazon. Okay. I also use, I need to say this, I use the um, dry shampoo, Amiga dry shampoo, which I oh. also, that's what made me look at this stuff is it was the same brand. I've never had success with dry shampoo. So I think you and I both have fine hair. I mm-hmm. Occasionally, like on the weekends, I'll mm-hmm. use it, but mm-hmm. I, I rarely do I come to work, not wash my hair and right, use right, the dry right. shampoo. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. like, it's, it, it, my hair is just so flat and yuck. Yeah, that's But some like people swear is. by it, like I use know. it for days on end. I know. Okay, good to know. I like it. Okay, moving on. What to do if you realize you are parenting your partner? Mm. Yeah, this is from lifehacker.com. Ultimately, no one benefits from this relationship dynamic. And this is um, an example is when one partner ends up parenting the other. At first, this parent-child dynamic may seem to work. The parent in the relationship may enjoy having a purpose and feeling as though they're needed, while the child may appreciate the attention and not having to take the lead on things. But ultimately, this article says, like, long-term, that's obviously not going to work. So, um... Do you feel like you do this? No. Do you? No. Not really. I feel like I... I sometimes parent him on parenting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say this. If you asked Brian, like, where River's, like, T-shirts are in her drawer, in her drawer yeah, like, yeah. Brian would be like, I, like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. – we needed, like, a wet wipe the other day. We've been keeping them in the same place in her closet in this bin. Since she's been born. For, yeah. like, the last, like, four and a half years. And he was like, I, wh- like, what bin? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my. Mm-hmm. How do you not mm-hmm. – Literally, how do you know? But I don't know. So, like, in, in regards to that, yeah. yes. And sometimes I'm like, I just need to like let him figure it out, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yes. Same, same. But I, I wonder what people, like, if you're parenting your partner, like, what that looks like. It, it feels like that's gotta be. I think awkward. a lot. I think it probably happens a lot. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I feel like it's frequently like the, the woman is the the parent and sure. the dude is the child. I just, yes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels right. Um, but anyway, it gives you some examples or some ideas of what to do if you feel like this is um, this is happening in your relationship. And even if it's not happening, there's just certain things in here that I sort of resonated with. First of all, it's like figure out what you want. So like mm-hmm. take time to figure out like, do you want to stay in this relationship before you keep working mm-hmm. on it? The second one is a step back. As hard as it may be, it's time to take a step back and give your partner more opportunities to contribute and take the lead in the relationship. Ask them for input on something rather than simply doing it yourself. Make decisions together and share responsibility for the outcomes. Yeah, so this is my problem. Is like sometimes, like my motto is always like, if you want something done right, you do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes to like to a fault where mm-hmm. I'm like I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. Mm-hmm. I just, just let him do it. Just let somebody like delegate and let somebody yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. So. I think that's good advice. Yeah. And then the third one is turn the focus on yourself. So, um, you know, identify, like, what's wrong with me that this this is a relationship that I'm in and, and, you know, how can I change it? So, I don't know, some good advice 
there. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad neither of us do this, though, because it feels like it'd be icky. Well, and I feel like there, it probably, you know, I don't know. I bet a hundred people aren't 100% into that, but I bet that there's some who aspects that? of that. Who, yeah. yeah, and I do feel like there's times, and I think Gregory would admit this, that, you know, he's like, just tell me what to do. Yeah, like he asks questions, and I'm like, I mean, you could think about that and figure that out, but right. I think it's almost easier to just like let somebody else right. tell you. What and to it's do. normally with like the kids, right? In regards yeah. to the kids, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or just stuff like around the house. And I'm just like, I mean, you're like a grown man, like you could figure you know, this out. I don't know, yeah. but I do think it's like, wh- I mean, and he's just as, as exhausted as I am. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier to just like let someone tell you what to do, and then you follow them blindly, versus thinking about it and figuring it out for yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it's just the nature of being in a relationship, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a fine line, like everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, so this next last article uh, is the study. Grandparents who follow outdated parenting advice may unintentionally pose a risk to the grandkids. Um, this is interesting, and I, I feel this a lot um, because we do have – well, we don't have – our parents don't live here you know there's times throughout the year that they'll help with the kids Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. one of us is out of town or something like that um and it is interesting because of course there's always that part of you that's like they raised us we turned out fine surely they know what they're doing they got this yeah but this article does point out that like some things have changed and there's some things that are different and if you're not up on that like there's some things that like could not saying could go drastically wrong but um so anyway so it starts out by saying you know some of the things that you hear from your grandparents are laughable like putting whiskey on a baby's gums Mm -hmm. when they're teething which I feel like is still advice that I have heard like now yes yeah I mean I've never done it I've been tempted I've never done it either um but then so these three studies found that there are some things that that grandparents and their generation did that could actually pose health risks now one of the easy examples is like you know they put us down on our bellies mm-hmm. when we were babies which now they know can cause SIDS and so you should put the baby down on their on his or her back so just some things like that that they you know science medically like there's some things that have evolved and there's some new um ideas and knowledge about some of this parenting right. stuff that just wasn't around right, right? Uh, you know 30 40 years ago um but uh, they – and it said that um, – this was crazy to me. Seven million grandparents live with their grandkids. It doesn't surprise me. That's a lot. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Especially, I kind of wonder um, – Can in I be in different, that statistic? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, be careful what you wish for. Um, True. I feel like also just in different, like, cultures, that's mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. more acceptable or done more frequently than in, than in others, too, if that mm-hmm, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the article also talked about, like, some places offer classes for grandparents. Yeah. They offer, you know, support and guidance and resources on, hey, grandma and grandpa, if you're going to be watching the grandkids a lot, like, here's what's changed since you were doing this, you know, which I thought was good. Um, good to know. Um, I feel like for me, I'm less concerned with the safety aspect. Like, I don't feel like I ever feel like my kids are in harm when yeah. they're with the grandparents. I just feel like they don't behave well. They don't behave as well as my my parents uh, feel that to. they should. Yeah. Like, to me, it's more of a gap of behavior than, like, safety knowledge, if that makes sense. Well, and we've talked about this a little bit before. It's kind of like where you and your siblings actually better behave than your own children or is just, like – you know, rose-colored glasses, like what you remember from 40 years ago 
just isn't quite accurate. Does, I, I, does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, from the stories, I feel like, I mean, we were just angels, and my children are just not. Like, I don't know. It's just, sometimes I'm like, well, so we just, you know, we just sat in church without any no. coloring books and snacks not. and just, like, paid attention. I think we did. I don't know. I just don't know how my parents got us to do it. I don't know. I, I, it feels I like don't there's been true. like a behavioral shift, like a generational I, shift in I behavior. I just think it, I don't think it's true. I just don't think that when you're, you know, you're. I just don't think grandparents. I think they misremember. You think they just like remember that we were great? And kind we of. I'm okay. just going to be honest. I mean, kids have well, always that makes been me feel kids. Better. Yes, kids have always been kids. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was interesting this article talks about just like the mental well-being like the mental health and like physical well-being of grandparents is something you don't think about there's a true. lot of grandparents who sort of have no choice but to take mm-hmm. over some caregiving mm-hmm. duties and it's just it's kind of funny how you never think I, I mean at least I don't it's not something that's talked about it's mm-hmm. just yeah. you know some grandparents can't physically aren't totally do equipped it. to do it yeah, yeah yeah that's a good point and also you know I mean there's some days I mean, I can barely do it, and I'm 35 years younger than yeah. my parents. You know what I mean? Like, when you think about it that way, I'm like, I can barely do it now at yeah. 40. So, like, there's no way I could do it at 70 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. you just, when you think about it that way, you're like, yeah, no wonder. They're like, I don't know that we can. Yeah. Yeah. How much we can help. I know. I mean, it's just grueling. I think the only good thing is, like, if it's for a couple of days. I mean, I'm sure every time my parents leave after helping us, they They're sleep like, for, like, a week. Yeah. Because they're just not used to getting up. I mean, they're retired. They're not used to getting right. up early. They're not used right. to staying up late, waking up overnight, chasing children around yeah. all day. It's like, a, it's a lot, if, especially if you're older. Yeah. My sister-in-law um, relies on my mother-in-law a lot for her youngest daughter. And I, I got to give props to my mother-in-law because she gets up at like 5, Oof. Monday through Friday. Wow. Helps her get on the bus goes and gets her off the bus and it's like I mean honestly it's like a full-time job and she Mm -hmm. does it like happily and willingly and she's in her late 70s Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I mean you gotta love grandparents like that who are still helping raise you know they raise their kids and they're still like they're still doing it so speaking of which my parents did watch my children for one night okay um which leads me to my win of the week win of the week we went to my 20-year high school reunion. Oh, but wait, it has been longer than 20 years, no? Well, it's been 21, only okay. because it got postponed because of COVID. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. so All it should right. have really been last year. Okay. But, I mean, it's been 20-ish. Uh, yeah, everyone was already like, 20-ish years, yeah. you know, because we, yeah. we fought, you know, had to push it back a little bit. But anyway, um, so my parents did watch the kids for one night so that we could go to the event, like stay out downtown and, you know, uh, not have to worry about rushing back. Um so listen, I was not super jazzed about a high school reunion. No. I didn't go to the 10-year. I really wasn't that jazzed about the 20-year. And then I got there, and it was kind of amazing. Like, it was, was it weird it seeing was people? It was so fun. Really? I don't know. I think there's part of you, part of me at least, that, I mean, I loved high school. Like, I wasn't, I, I'm not a person who was like, oh, my gosh, high school Never want to think about that again. And I've also stayed really, really close with some of my high school friends. Mm -hmm. So that was really the main reason I wanted to go, Uh, which so we had a great time. But I think, you know, it's it's so interesting. Um, You know, you think back about high school and 
you feel so different from other people all the time. Like, oh, there's the, the jocks and the nerds and there's all these different groups and there's competition and you just feel like you're trying to figure out who you are and there's just like so much going on. And then to see these same people 20 years later and you're all essentially the same, <laughs> right? Like you all have kids, you're all like struggling, you're all talking about the same things, yeah. you're all dealing with the same types yeah. thing, of things. Um, it just was so... I don't know. It was almost like it came full circle. And yeah. it was nice to, like, see people and talk to people who I may not have been that close with in high school. Yeah. But, like, we had a great time chatting yeah. now, you know? Um, it was really fun. I, I I just had – we had a really good time. Gregory had a great time. Um, we saw a lot of people. We stayed out until, I think, 2 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I'm exhausted. Just I know. Yeah. I know. But um, – it was lovely and it was wonderful and uh, so I, I I if if you're debating going to a, do a high it. school reunion I think do it maybe I don't know there's something satisfying about going back and being like yeah you know like I have done some cool things in my life yeah. that I can talk about like 20 years later yeah like I've done this this and this and this is what I do and, and I will say the weird thing is social media because uh, you know and I'm not friends with a lot of people from high school on Facebook but I feel like you know, some people knew a lot about the other people before we even got there. So that was kind of a weird thing because there's kind of like, oh, I kind of like I know about you already. But I enjoyed, like, I don't know what you do. I don't know where yeah. you live. You know, tell me everything. Right. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say is I haven't gone to any reunion. I haven't lived close enough to, like, my hometown. Yeah. And to do it. Yeah. To really do it. I don't know that I would have done it anyway. Um, but I, I can tell you, you know, I – I went to a small private school, so I could literally tell you. I, I think I could almost literally tell you Every just person. because of social media, mm -hmm. like where where each yeah. person lives, how many kids they have, and like what they do mm -hmm. for work. Isn't mm -hmm. that funny? Yeah. Can you imagine like pre-social media really mm -hmm. going to these reunions yeah, and I mean, being like, oh my gosh. I haven't seen Carol Ann in 20 years. Yeah, and like, I have no idea what she looks like yeah. or what's going on. What? That would yeah. be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That did, but I, again, because I wasn't, I'm not friends with a lot of them, it was like kind of a nice surprise. Right, right. Um, uh, I don't know. It was really fun. So that was, that was enjoyable. And I mean, another reason we went was because my mom was like, hey, you get a night off without the kids. Right. So that's and an easy. And until 2 a.m. And then your no kids brainer. were still up at like 5 and you still had to take care of them or? Well, we stayed out that night. So we, yeah, came back in Look the morning. Look at you yeah, guys. we got to like sleep in, which never happens. Yeah, till like I'm gonna 9 a.m. I'm going to go to my high school reunion just to see if someone yes. will watch my kid yes, so that I can it. stay in hotel I'm telling you. It. I'm telling you. Um, all right. We hope you have a wonderful week and you have some, some wins this week. Yeah. Yeah. Find something to celebrate. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.